Welcome to Javi Blue View, your source for all things Everton. I am a sick Jerry. Yeah, again. It, it just happens. We also have a sick David here. Uh, yeah, see? And we have a, a totally healthy Max. Yeah, that's... Yeah, it's... Uh, David and I are... It's that young boy. Yeah, that's what it is. It's his youth. <laughs> so hence, I should be the sickest out of the bunch. Because I'm super old. <laughs> Uh, also, also got a haircut. Nice. Yeah. Now you can. Well, well um, when are you going to go back to get it finished? Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> oh, God. The laughter never stops. On yes. There. My <laughs> sides. Oh, oh. All right. So, uh, yeah, we should probably talk about Everton at some point. And by the way, my voice is going to go in and out like I'm going through puberty. Just know I'm way past that. I'm like 90 years old, all right? But yeah. Anyway, uh, we, we have a uh, FA Cup Derby preview to get through here, guys. Um, at Anfield. Uh, so... Good news for, for Everton is uh, Coutinho and Salah will not play, right? Um, is Mane going to be back from the ceremony in Africa that he's going to? He's meant to be. He's meant to be? He's meant to be back. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure. I never saw any definitive word online about that, but yeah. Uh, so Mane's probably going to be in. Uh, Henderson, Moreno... Probably going to be out, hurt, whatever. I mean, Klein's been out for a while. Sturridge might be hurt, hard to say. Uh, and Van Dyke very well might start. Yeah. So, the $75, $75 million man or million pound man, yeah? Yeah. All right. Um, it's hard to say what their team's going to be because usually most times in these situations, uh, teams will just start – lesser players and rest their their best players but this is a derby and they're kind of pissed at us so i don't really know what they're gonna do um i i know carius is gonna start i know that for a fact because klopp said that um <coughs> so you we could see gomez matip van dyke robertson uh or uh the younger kid what's his name is it arnold yeah alexander arnold yeah He's a good little player. Uh, uh, Emery Chan, Wijnaldum, Oxlade-Chamberlain, Lalana, Firmino, Mane, and you could probably see Solanke and Milner in there as well, you know, somewhere. I realize it's more than 11. I'm saying some interchanging there. Yeah. <coughs> uh, so, yeah, guys, any comments as to what you think Klopp's going to do with his squad and then we can go into ours? Well, you know, despite the injuries, you know, some of the players that you're mentioning, you know, Lallana, I think in particular, you know, Oxlade-Chamberlain, you know, possibly even Milner on his day, depending on where he plays, they're still quite capable of producing the interplay and the fluid movements that Liverpool's attacking movements tend to have. So I don't think it's it's not cut and dry that it's going to be a, a lot easier for us because, come on, when going to Anfield ever... Easy for us, you know, 
they, they could put out their under-23 squad and we could still struggle to get a result. So I, I think the, the approach from Klopp isn't going to be too much different. Yes, they're, not, they're going to be without Salah and Coutinho. But in reality, I don't think that changes much of his game plan because they still kind of had that template of football that they apply to every single game. David, you, you got anything on this? Um, yeah, I think Max has pretty much said it all. I think sometimes irrespective of... No, no, I was basically saying, yeah, good job, Max. Yeah. <laughs> now, now me and David yeah, are just no, like, no, nope, Max has got it. We have nothing to say. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty convinced that Max is going to have to carry the pair of us through this video anyway. Um, yeah, I just think irrespective of personnel and... In, in the side, they've, they have got um, strength and depth. Uh, I think I, I do. I do think we've got to find some positives, and definitely Coutinho looking like he's gone at least being injured is a good sign. I think it'll be the same without Salah because there's no doubt on Salah's been phenomenal this year. And, you know, you look back on that game last month, and he was the only one who found the net, and it was something special to find it as well. Um, <clears throat> No, it was a it was a goal that he made himself, and who knows? Maybe on another day we win that one 0 through that penalty that we had. Yeah. Um, so I think it, it's definitely a boost that he's not in the team. I think they have got other good players in the team in their side. Sorry, but there's definitely there's definitely positives to be taken in them not being there. I think I like that the change in the goalkeeper as well. Uh, I don't think he's particularly worse or better than Mignolet, but. You know, when you're not playing as much, you are a little bit rusty, you know, as sharp as you probably would be if you were playing week in, week out. So hopefully we can we can test them, you know, just get some shots off. Even if they're not not from the best of angles, let's just test them early doors. Mm. Yeah, that's that's the one thing I'll be really curious about is if they're gonna be as efficient in their attack. Mm. So I'm adjusting. Uh, I'll be curious if they're going to be as efficient in their attack as they were before, um, because that first time, that first go round, I mean, they weren't even starting. They didn't start Coutinho that mm-hmm. game. They, who else? And they didn't start Firmino either. You know, no. and so they, they still had good players in, but they they still were constantly attacking. We played so far back that mm-hmm. we we had very few opportunities anywhere near their box. Luckily. And one of them, uh, Lovren, shoved our, our guy in the back. We just got lucky, you know? Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm really curious uh, to see how their chemistry is going to go. If they throw in Solanke um, and, and Lalana, who played their last game, actually, from, back from injury. And he was doing really well before mm-hmm. he got injured for them. So, yeah. you know, we're going to see the I same formation like- we always see from them, obviously. But. Yeah. I feel like the big one tomorrow will be whether he puts in Van Dijk or not because mm. um, <clears throat> it feels like it could be too soon. For, and I, I, You feel like Klopp's the type who wouldn't put him in straight away, but I think he could make a difference for them, so I'm, I'm hoping he stays on the bench. He's a good player. I'm, I'm just curious how his, again, how his chemistry would go with another centre-back. You know, communication is key. But I also thought it would be a really good time for him to start him because because it's a cup game, you know. And for them, I would say that Premier League is more important than a cup for them because mm-hmm. they're right in the middle of that Champions League, you know, right in the thick of it. 
I've 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 got a feeling that Van Dyke's gonna start because I think I mean Klopp knows it's not just Klopp, I think everyone knows Everton uh, are nowhere near clinical or, or as potent as they'd like to be in front of goals. Never mind getting in front of goal. It 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 getting the ball and producing attacking football. We just seem to there seems to be a real lack of it, and uh, it wouldn't it really wouldn't surprise me if Everton go five at the back for this one. Mm. So, with possibly, you know, we know it's either going to, well, um, with Tosin pending, it's either going to be Nias or Calvert Lewin up front. And I feel like, you know, putting Van Dyke in there, the, you know, as you say, the £75 million pound man, the, it's not, it, it's a, it's almost like a label for him to, to feed off for this big, a bit, you know, no denying it's a big game. So he, he can come into this game. And I know he's a centre back, so we're not expecting, you know, Liverpool fans won't be expecting him to win the game on his own, but I certainly do think he, he can bully whoever we play up front, which, you know, I think Sam's got to, got to look at that and see that that is likely to happen if Van Dijk does start. Yeah, the, the main criticism that I heard about Liverpool making this purchase was maybe it's not you need to be throwing money at the position, maybe it's your system. Maybe it's just that's the way a Klopp team is going to defend right now, you know. Um, so yeah, I'll be I'll be curious to see how Van Dyke does the rest of the season, you know. Uh, but you started to get into our next topic, which is how we're going to line up. You know, you would you barely you flirted with it. Now uh, mm. let's let's take it out, show it a good time. What do you think? Well, uh, Michael Keane's out, obviously, with, with, with stitches in his foot, as Sam said. So, you know, I think that means Mason Holgate's probably going to come into a more central position. Probably, well, Phil Jagielka will come in, and as I say, depending on whether he feels like playing three or five at the back, I just really do feel like I probably would if I was Sam, to be honest, you know, go for Jagielka, Holgate and Williams, and probably even try and put Lennon in as a wing-back. Mm. Just cause I know how poor we are going forward, to be honest. You know, we can have we can have Gilfie Sigerson and Wayne Rooney on the ball playing brilliant 25, 30-yard passes, but when we've got no one up front that can really latch onto the ball or control it, then, you know, I've just really got a feeling it's going to be like the last derby, to be honest, and we're just going to be played defensively. Yeah, I can see that. David, what are you thinking? I think with that three at the back, it just ends up becoming five, as I think mm. you mentioned before, which I, I genuinely think we got away with it last time. And I think if we go there and just try and sit behind the ball for 90 minutes, I think we'll get beat quite comfortably. Um, <clears throat> and it's frustrating because attacking-wise, we, we don't look threat. But the difference is we have got, you know, we have got Balassi, who's going to be starting tomorrow, I'd like to think so anyway, who can cause a bit of panic when running at him. And I think if we're, if we're sitting so far back, we're just going to have a case of Balassi, you know, getting up and down the wing, crossing the ball in, and there'll be nobody there because it's, they haven't caught Odoms again into the box. I think he's got to set it up differently on Friday night and he's got to maybe look a more attack-minded because, <clears throat> I said, I think we're sitting ducks if he plays defensive as we did last time. It did. It has worked previously. I don't think it'll work again. Um, 
I wouldn't mind us having a goal, maybe getting beat two or three nil, then not having a goal and probably getting beat the same scoreline. So we've got one or two. You no, know, if Velassi plays, you know, there's a, maybe Velassi's could come in. Um, we could have if he's if he's eligible, <coughs> Tosin come in as well. Um, we just got a little bit more firepower, not much, but a little bit more to what we had last time. And but they they none of them might even start. But I just think you've got to utilize them at some point, and we've got to set up a little bit differently this time. Um, I'm thinking he rested some players against United for a reason. But I think he wanted. Yeah, I think he's saving them for this game. I think he sees this as a very important game. So I think uh, mm. Kenny. I think Kenny's going to be back in. I think DCL <coughs> will be back in. I think Sigurdsson will be back in. These are these are players that you know. I, and, and I'm borderline about Lennon because he was benched then too. But I think I agree. I think Belasi will be in, like you said. Um, I don't know. I got I got a feeling that he's going to go with a really similar formation to the way he's he has been in the past. I, my big question is Pickford or Robles. Is he going to roll with our starting keeper or our backup? No, he'll play Pickford. You know how sometimes in cups like... they'll do that. Uh, yeah. No, it won't happen in there. I, I, see, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what you two think, but it seems to be a very European manager kind of thought process. That way, is I know some English managers do do it, but certainly for big games in England, it feels like we kind of stick with maybe at our level anyway. We'll stick with our best goalkeeper. Mm. Yeah. Plus, I'm thinking, you know, since Robles, I mean, heck, he he might be gone this this month, so it, mm. that that could be a whole different reason not to play him. Uh, I think he goes Pickford because he thinks this is an important game. That's yeah, the main yeah. thing. Um, Pickford, Kenny, and I think he's going to be Holgate and Williams. I don't know. I've got to be honest. Last time Jagielka played, uh, I just saw him got get outrun <coughs> the ball so many times. And and him, his speed was one of the main things about him as a player back, you know, even in recent memory. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. And, and I'm not sure about the pairing of Holgate and and Jagielka. Have we seen that yet? I'm sure we have uh, at some point previously, but I think it, it's quite clear that in, in terms of centre-back pairings at the club, uh, I don't think you can look beyond Holgate and Williams because right. I think, as you've mentioned, you know, in the past, not not only did they work well together, you know, they seem like the good mates. Yeah. So it, it bodes well for us. So yeah. I think Colgate and Williams. If we're gonna if we're gonna go for the box, they'll be the two. And I'll throw uh, Martina back there because because I think it's gonna happen. Now, Idrissa Gay, uh, he was not even on the bench earlier this week. Uh, was that through injury or just Big Sam saying take a rest, guy? I've got more I think yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> ah, come <laughs> on. No, I, I just feel I don't know. <laughs> we we just we talked about it before. It just seemed like a really peculiar situation that you know, he goes off with a hamstring injury and starts the game and, and he's not as big as United and maybe as Jerry alluded to, that might be Sam's mentality of uh, it it wasn't likely to pick up points against United anyway. Mm. But no, I. I if that if that was the case, then I'd be really disappointed because 
it shows kind of the mentality of the club going into a game against Manchester United yeah. not feeling like they can pick up any points. But, you know, I, mean, I hope Gay is fit because I do feel like if he does play, I'd, I'd even start McCarthy ahead of Snyderland. That was what I was, that was literally the next thing I was going to say. It's, it's mm-hmm. actually on my card. You can see it. Uh, but yeah. yeah, just a gay McCarthy. I, I, I hope that happens. I hope. I think he earned more playing time last game. Uh, yeah. Rooney, Sigurdsson, Bolasi, DCL. I think, I, just, I think that'll happen. I don't know. But again, we never get these right. We need to stress this. None of us <laughs> have uh, the, the, the insider info. None of us are Big Sam's gravy supplier or anything. We don't. We don't. We, we don't feed him, you know, under the under the table gum, you know. So, because <laughs> he goes through a lot of it. Uh, so yeah, we don't really know. All right. Uh, predictions for the score. One one. We take them back to Goodson. Yeah. One one. I think. Um... In the dream world, we go and win the game, but uh, I just can't. I just don't think this side's ready yet, so mm. I think 1-1's probably our best bet. And I'm going to say 0-0. Zero, zero. Uh, we're all picking a draw. Mm. Yeah, mm. exciting times. Optimistic as well there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just, I, I just don't know what it seems to be with the seventh side. You know, we, we seem to have all these players that are such great playmaking abilities, you know, Gilfie Sigurds, and, and we know that Wayne Rooney can pick off a great pass. But we're just with that lack of, of, of a clinical man up front, you know, yeah. we just feel like we're our best bet just getting a draw. Mm. I'm mm. I'm hoping that Jink Tosun does get little time, second half. That'd be cool. If he's registered in time, which he might not be. We'll see. I think that... I think Tosin's involvement would literally be a game-changer for me. I don't even necessarily mean the impact he would have on the game, just the impact he would have on the team if he was on the bench. I think that would be massive. Mm. I genuinely do feel like it could be a difference between the results and not the results, but I have to wait and see it. I don't want to say the same stuff over and over again, but we know it's just this mentality thing. They need to forget about the fact they haven't won there in 19 years and just treat it like a like a game that can be won in 19 minutes, but I'll have to wait and see. I hope, I'm hoping we can build on the previous result. That's what I'm hoping mm. for. I, that was my favorite thing about that result, is we did not lose, and that was a positive step. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I just really hope we build on the performance, because, you know, yeah. <laughs> I think that David, David said it plenty of times, you know, we, if we were coming away there, Getting beat, getting beat the one nil. Didn't manage to get the penalty in the end. We would have been really frustrated. Yep. Yep. But due to the penalty, we were coming away. You know, we handled the game quite well. When in reality, looking back on it, do you want to approach games of that magnitude with such a negative approach? Mm. Not, not really. Yeah, yeah. There is that kind of like even we do it. All three of us have done it, but and I suppose maybe it's just because how the game went. But there is like this kind of we look back. And it was like this smash and grab, like, oh, we got away with that with the point there. And that's just kind of the mentality we always have every time we get results. So instead of, as you use the saying, building on it, it's like we got away with it this time. It's, and I just feel like it'll be the same again, but hopefully not, eh? Yeah, mm. yeah. would love to, to not be cheering only defensive plays this time. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, that is, uh, that's it for our uh, Cup Derby preview. Uh, so we uh, we are gonna talk transfers. Um, however, we're gonna talk <coughs> outgoing transfers today um, because we haven't really covered that much. And right now, the only incoming transfer that there's any real substance to has been Jink Tosin, who hopefully will be confirmed later later on today. Would be awesome. Uh, but yeah, outgoings. We need to start with the most obvious one. All right. I think we're all we're all big. Big supporters of Ross Barkley, but today Big Sam said that it seemed like the the, the, the the club had already been resigned to losing him when Big Sam even got there. So there's not a whole lot he can do. So he's thinking Ross is off. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of rumors going around as to why Ross is off. I don't really know if we need to go into that because some of it is like pretty personal to him. Um, I mean, all of it is. And some people think it's because he's – He's t- taken a lot of flack from supporters because he's local. And then there's some other stuff that's kind of sketchy, and there's no, we, there's no way of proving it, so I'm not going to go into it. But um, where's Ross going to go? That's probably the best way to say it. Well, it, 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 it is make or break, isn't it, really? It's either sign the contract or get off. So, yeah. And, you know, the, the more time drags on, the more the more – kind of insulting it is to Everton and Evertonians that he just seems to be winding down his contract and yeah. looking to get a move on better personal terms. I think the obvious choice is Chelsea because, you know, we know the interest is there. Um, yeah. To be honest, it just seems a matter of whether or not Ross wants to go. Um, which I hope not because I do feel like he could be a pivotal player in the squad. Hmm. But if he doesn't, if he doesn't want to stay, then you know, if you don't want to play for the football club, then you know, on your way, don't let the door hit your ass on the way out. Simple as that. So, for for you guys, because I feel like for you guys, it's it's important to answer this. For me, I'm not sure how I feel about it. But <coughs> you got a player who's been developed at Everton for what 14 years, a lot of years, basically. Mm-hmm. Come through the club. The club has supported him. They love him. And now he's kind of winding his contract down. He's going to go for way less than he would have in the summer. There are rumors that he he may be uh, the reason he didn't finish the Chelsea transfer is he secretly wanted Spurs. There, are, I, I have no idea if that's right or not, but that's I, I've heard those rumors before. And then there's rumors that he couldn't have passed the medical anyway. So whatever. Um, and now I'm also hearing that Man City are interested. All right, I've heard Chelsea, Spurs, Man City. So for you guys, you've been you've been supporters for uh, you know since since you can remember, right? Yeah. Does it piss you off that Ross would possibly be winding down his contract, or are you guys like you know what he's a kid and these things happen? No, so here's my issue with Ross. Right, <clears throat> the problem is as you said there, you've got about five different stories. And there's another five out there that we probably haven't even heard. Ross has not come out and said a thing for about 12 months. Mm. This has been coming and coming and rolling on month after month. And, you know, we had that debacle in the summer. But even now, nobody knows what's going on. We've been, come out and put a tweet out, but 
it made no sense because we were getting conflict conflicting information from all angles. If he wants to go, which I believe he does, then just do everyone a favour and say that you're going. Mm. Go and try and get some money off someone. Let, uh, another club, sorry, but it's pretty evident from for me that he is not staying yeah. because he hasn't said a tap. He hasn't, you know, he could just sign the contract. It is, I couldn't put it any simpler. Just sign the contract and it's done. And, I, you know, I was talking to a mate about it the last home game. I said, Allardyce doesn't know what's going on. And the way they talk, it's like <coughs> the two strangers that never see each other. Yeah. Yeah. They're working in the same place every day. How can you not know what's going on? Like, yeah. why is Allardyce or someone, another official at the club, not just pulling them in and just saying, what are you doing about your contract? Are you signing yes or no? It's like eggshells and the pink elephants in the room that nobody wants to talk about. And it's a farce for me now. And I think he's burnt a lot of the bridges, Barkley. And everyone knows how much of a fan I was of him. I still am. But at the end of the day, I don't think he warrants this kind of behaviour. I think life will go on without him quite easily. So disappointed, yeah, but whatever. No, it just, 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 I know, it, it can't, kind of, just to play devil's advocate, just a bit really. The kind, the moments where Ross, is, well, arguably the age he is now, is when really he should be coming into his football and prime, and just this, especially the last few seasons, they've been really hectic years in the club's history. So I know that won't do him no favours. I know it'd probably be a lot better for him if he was going through this period under the stability of Moyes, the, the the kind of the era of Moyes and the stability that the club had there. But and I, I know I think obviously we I think everyone kind of gathered there was clear conflict between Ross and Cumin when Cumin was at the club. But I think you know Martinez overexposed them and and Cumin kind of given too much of a cold shoulder. Where now, as David said, you've got Sam who's talking about him like he's distant from him, which I'm not so sure. Obviously, I think Sam knows and he will be questioned on Ross. So whether he actually does know know Ross' decision and he just wants to keep it private, I don't think we'll know. We'll obviously never know that unless he does come out with it. But I've got got a feeling that, that Sam knows that Ross just doesn't want to be here. Yeah, that's yeah. That's been my impression. Is that when Sam came in, they told him what was happening. They told him what what Ross really wants. And you notice his language in the beginning was, "I haven't met with Ross yet." He could have been told by the club, "Hey, we're pretty certain Ross wants to leave." He said, "I haven't met <coughs> with Ross yet," and 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 I think personally, it's actually good for value for Ross's value for Sam to talk like Ross is still in his plans, you know, um, because if you just come out and say Ross is gone, he's not happy, they can kind of, these clubs can kind of undercut us. But I don't think that even matters as much right now because he'll be, he'll leave for free at the end of the year. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And today it was pretty at the feasest conference. I thought where it, he basically come out to said without having to say that he is going yeah. Uh, I just, I mean, touching on your point, Max, I, I, I agree totally that um, it, it hasn't been, a, you know, it has been an unstable few years for us. Um, but, I mean, any club he goes to, he's going to have to deal with that. There's not really any club in the Premier League who hasn't had this kind of time of turmoil, really. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if he had kind of got a bit fed up with things and 
maybe it's fuck that mentality, but I think for the rude awakening wherever he goes, because mm. every club's like that. Man City was in, in transition last year, you know, or the year before. United have been doing it since Ferguson. Um, all the big clubs do it. So, I don't know. I just can't get my head around it. He's not going to start anywhere else. He's just not in that position right now. The, the top six are too strong at the moment to walk in and nail up a position down straight away. So he's going to be working from the bench for however long. And then, you know, you've got to try and impact. And these these have all great players in these positions already. So I just can't see how a move's going to be successful for them. Hmm. Yeah, I, I get a feeling. I don't know. I, I get the feeling he's been tapped up by Spurs. You know, I think I, that's where I think he's going. Like, I think that... Does he even, does he even get in, in their team? But I think what, what he's thinking, though... Oh, and it's, I, a good, it's a good play. It's a, and I, I, I think I kind of know where Jerry's going to be. It's kind of like the ideal place for an English an English player to go with. Kind of, you know, Pochettino. I mean, I know we kind of like... We always go, oh, stop calling him young. He's not young anymore, but he's still kind of got this untapped potential. So, you know, Pochettino seems to be that man that can kind of... Just, Drag great potential out of players, but the the state yeah. that's in the state that Everton are in now, it would really speak volumes of Ross's character to stay mm. and uh, work his way back into the starting eleven and uh, and just be a real important player in turning the form around and you know because as David said we are going through kind of a period of turmoil so if Ross can kind of wake up a little bit and say, you know what, I want to be one of these players that kind of drags Everton out of this situation, mm. then that's what I'm in favour of. The... He could still get a move. He'd fade down the line. Why would he, he could just easily sign a contract now with a clause in it, nothing excessive, and play for another two years, get back to his best, fulfil his potential, and then go and live this dream move he wants. But at the moment, it feels like he's just rushing out the club for anyone who will really... Take him out that top six. Yeah. It does feel like he's rushing out. It does feel like he made the decision a while back and nothing was going to change his mind either. Uh, I don't know what, what I was going to say. You're totally right about Potch dragging out the potential. I think, I think Potch, someone <coughs> has gotten to, to Barkley and said, we have a plan for you. But anyway, uh, Chelsea Spurs, Man City. I'm thinking Spurs, but, you know, they, they, we'll see. Uh, Chelsea are the ones who've actually registered most interest. Um, next, Kevin Morales, West Ham, Olympiacos, Galatasaray, all the all of those clubs have registered an interest in Morales. I think I speak for all of us when I say, "Bye, Kev. We liked the, when you scored goals, but we didn't like yeah. when you yanked the penalty out of Baines's hand." Okay. Yeah. That, that seems to be in the moment, didn't it? Where it kind of spoke volumes of his character. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the whole Morelos saga has been stale for a long time now. He's never gonna, he's never gonna influence the squad in yeah. any great man. You saw, just let him go and finish his career somewhere else. Yep. Um, I'm gonna go through the rest of these super quickly. Um, Sandro has been linked with Valencia, Malaga, Sevilla, and Villarreal. Villarreal. There we go. Uh, however, I've heard that most of these are... Uh, like, Big Sam has come out and said, we're not doing any loans. 
Yeah, he doesn't want a loan deal. He wants, wants him to go permanently, if any. So I, that wasn't him saying, no, Sandro's not going anywhere. He was saying, mm-hmm. if these players go, it'll be on a permanent. So, yeah, that's sort of, that is something that I, I, I didn't like. I've, I've, I've got to be quite honest as I was listening listening to it. You know, it, as David said, it, it seemed to be kind of the... Allardyce is just kind of in defeat, really. Just, yeah. just, just saying, you know, just come out of it with your best offer and if we can work something out, then we'll work something out. And that's just something that I'm really worried about because, as as he as he said as well in that press conference, even before he, he came, the club's recruitment seemed to be all over the place trying to find a striker, which they failed to do so until now. Mm. And still so trying to across the line. Do you know why I think you don't like it? Because I'm in the same boat. Because I think that we kind of still see Allardyce as this caretaker manager. Yeah. So that idea of him kind of offloading some potential gems yeah. for the long term would, would piss us off big time. So, yeah, that, I don't want it. I don't want Sandro to go anywhere just yet. Even Klassen, I don't want him to go anywhere either. I'm sorry if I've jumped a gun there, Jerry, but... Oh, no, um, I mean, with, with Klassen... You feel like you can't talk about one without the other when it comes yeah. to those two at the moment. It's what it's, it's, what yeah. it's turning into. Uh I mean, there have been the rumors with Clausen are are whispers. I'm not even going to mention what they are. They're tiny. They're more just like I heard Clausen and Schneiderlin yeah. might be going, and it's yeah. not concrete. Nothing. Same with Besic. I heard Besic might be off. No, nothing concrete. No idea. Okay. Um, the only more concrete stuff I've heard: Lennon supposedly Burnley are getting uh, an offer together to buy Lennon. Okay. No idea. When I say concrete, I, I read a story on it. Mm. You know what I mean? That's it. Uh, Gethin Jones, he's probably going to Fleetwood, uh, mm. which he's a young guy. I think a lot of people would say he's a good young player. I'm a little surprised by this, but maybe he's pushing for it. Maybe he's, uh, yeah, he's I'd let, ready. Yeah, let him go. Yeah. yeah, I think he's a good player, but... Uh, that's just a, sadly the path 90% of academy players have to go. They have to go down yeah. and work their way back up. Yeah. And uh, Barnsley made an offer for uh, Joe Williams, and we turned it down. Uh, yeah. They might make another one. Who knows? Uh, mm. And you always hear rumors about uh, – there was one lone rumor about Balassi that uh, Big Sam talked about today, which is not happening. Um, no. So, yeah – Rumors, rumors about Nias, rumors about Robles, Stecklenburg, all these things, but they're not concrete. They're not real. Okay, they may be real one day, but they're not yet. All right. So, I think I covered like everything here. Yeah. I think. Good work, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I, I, I guess that's it. If you're listening via podcast, thanks so much. Subscribe to the Toffee Blues podcast and rate it if you can. If you're digging the videos, please subscribe to the to our YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, we put out a lot of Everton stuff. You should subscribe so you can hear more of it and watch more of it and all that stuff. Uh, like, leave a comment. We like to connect. We all respond all the time. Uh, check out uh, David's stuff on the Sportsman and the Toffee Blues website. Check out Max's stuff on the Toffee Blues website. Check out the Toffee Blues website. Uh, a lot of work is being put into uh, to that site right now. Uh, check it out. You can see pretty much everything there. Um, also find the Toffee Blues on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Enough plugging. No more plugging. Back to bed. That's right. <laughs> Time for me to take some meds. No, I have to edit. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Take some meds and edit. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Talk to you later. Right. Bye. Bye.